Hey ladies, so today's episode is entitled Emotional Strategies, okay? And as always, I tell you how the episode came about, who inspired it, and blase blase. Um, so the episode was actually inspired because if you don't know, now you know, okay? Um, I actually am really big on tarot cards and things like that, right? So recently I was on YouTube and sometimes I watch I watch people um do like pick a card readings or they do like your zodiac sign and then they like pull tarot cards to say what's gonna happen for you for the week or whatever. And not everything is guaranteed, um, you know. But it's fun, it's my fun, it's what I like to watch for fun, right? So um I'm a cancer son on karm but my moon is a scorpio right so i was watching this lady do a scorpio moon reading or a scorpio reading and um i'm gonna tell you what she had to say and it came with this episode so i'm gonna insert the clip right here bow this eligible bachelor that everybody wants started liking the scorpio who he moved in his house within six weeks of dating her he cheated and when he came home the Scorpio ran up to him buried her head in his neck and cried like a baby about his behavior because everybody had found out about it it was like in the gram on the gram and it was an audio. So he wasn't prepared for that. He was prepared for, you know, MF, Mother F, or I'm moving. Because he didn't know this woman that well. He didn't really know what to expect from her. Maybe, you know, um, some glass being thrown, a gun violence, arguing. But for her to open up her arms and grab him, grab his neck and bury her head in his neck and cry like a baby because of his behavior uh, completely took him off guard and he said that it touched him and it made him feel like 50 times worse than if she would have just left and moved out or cursed him out or went and had sex with him. Instead, she showed him vulnerability and hurt. And as a man, you know, men want to fix that and protect women naturally from hurting. And so when the Scorpio ran to his arms, and cried like a baby because of his behavior. He sat her down on the couch and held her and rocked with her and, um, you know, just kind of consoled her. Now, he said something very interesting to us. He said, she makes my heart open up unexpectedly against my will. So that gesture 
fucked him up so much that it kind of made him um, like kind of like fall in love with her because it was like what what is going on so was that strategy does that woman have game was that you think that was the Scorpio part of her or was that another sign because he ended up blocking the woman that he cheated on her with and started kind of focusing on his family with the Scorpio I don't know how long that lasts but um he he said that this Scorpio was affecting him the way no other woman had affected him before. And he said that she, that he was like starting to love her and he couldn't control it and it was unexpected. And the maneuvers that she made, you know, to, to win his heart were so off guard. It just threw him off guard because they were all emotional strategies, you know, that just took him back because he wasn't expecting it. That story was interesting, wasn't it? I'm telling you, I know how to find some juicy shit, don't I? <laughs> so that story really got my brain, brain juices uh, flowing because... I tell you guys all the time that being vulnerable does not mean it's a sign of weakness. It is a sign of power if you use it right. So in this case, this girl had power, you know, and everybody's like, oh, my God, was that game? Was that emotional strategy? It was emotional strategy. That's exactly what what it was. Okay, and we're going to talk about it. Okay, let's get into some things. So the best part about this clip was that she said that men by nature want to protect women right and that is so true you know that is i keep trying to tell y'all but y'all be listening but okay whatever that is so true men by nature want to protect women that's why you have like think of a guy that you know right every guy that i know has a female in his life that he says oh that's my sister you know that's my sister and i'm a protector even if he smashed her or not he guards that girl as if that's really his sister you know what i mean like Men automatically, they, they have to fill that position when it comes to women. There's always that one woman that they are very overprotective over. You know, like, I am the only child, right? I don't have any siblings. Um, But growing up, I grew up around uh two men who, I won't even say two, three men who I always said they were my brothers. You know, and people believe these are my brothers. Like, I knew them all my damn life. Um, And one of them is named Devon. Shout out to him. Um, And... Me and Devon, we knew each other since we were little, and we never slept together, never did anything, right? But he was always very overprotective over me. Like, I mean, this guy really took the title of being my big brother, like, to full, like, full throttle. Like, people really believed that this was my brother. I'm telling you, like, he was in school beating niggas the fuck up. He would come to, like, if, if I call him crying and saying somebody said something to me, he would come to the classroom, beat that person up. He was outside the school beating people up. He was very protective of me. He wasn't letting any, just any dude get to me. He was very guarded. Like, his homeboys, he'd be like, no, you can't talk to that's my sister. Like, you ain't going to talk to my sister. So, by nature, men want to protect us. Like, so think about that. Think of how they're, any guy you know, think of a woman in his life, maybe a little cousin, um, a little sister, fake sister, whatever. They're very protective over them, right? Even their female best friends, so they say, they're very protective over them because that's who they are by nature. Um, And the reason why they're like that is because women are supposed to be looked at as delicate creatures, you know, soft, feminine 
um, dainty kind of human beings and shit, right? So that automatically uh, puts them in that role because men are not, uh, po- not I'm saying not supposed to be, but they are masculine. You get what I'm saying? Like that manly man kind of thing, that's what they are. And masculine energy always wants to protect whatever they may see as their peace, whatever they may see as cannot defend their self or whatever the case may be, that's just how they are. Ma- masculine men want to protect. That's just what masculine energy is, right? And feminine energy we already talked about before is about receiving, right? Receiving, being gentle, going with the flow of things, nurturing, and blasey blasey. I shouldn't have to go into detail about that, okay? Um, so I love that she said that because it's so true. So when you get in these relationships with men and they do certain things to you, now I'm not saying be a crybaby because I teach y'all how to how to have a backbone as well. Okay, don't you get it fucked up. All right. I teach you how to have a backbone as well. But when you get in these relationships and, you know, things go left here and there, like let's say you're in a relationship with a guy and y'all got into an argument and he may have called you stupid, right? Listen to me about that before. He may have called you stupid and you felt some type of way. Your feelings was hurt. Well, this is a time where you can use an emotional strategy, you know, instead of sitting there and being like, oh, motherfucker, you said da-da-da-da. Do it like this, you know, that hurt my feelings when you said this, you know, change your voice up, use your baby tone. If you got to cry, cry, because at the end of the day, that hits a different chord to them, which makes them automatically want to protect you and, um, you know, care for you. Right. So she was telling the story about the guy um, cheating and the girlfriend when he came in the house, instead of her cutting him up or, or trying to shoot him or yelling at him, she tapped into that feminine energy in her vulnerable side and use that as a power as a strategy because she knows that deep down inside if a motherfucker got feelings for you and a man see you break down they automatically want to protect you right that's just what it is like i don't want to be the one that caused that hurt i want y'all to think about other relationships that you know like i know growing up i had this guy um his name was money that's what we call him on the podcast right and he had a girl named tiny and i remember i was kept telling you that tiny ain't never want to get a fucking job and shit she was always crying about she need this she need that and the nigga stayed because by nature men want to feel needed right they want to feel needed they want to feel wanted it's all the same so when you always making it seem like you know you can't playing a damsel in distress it make them feel needed it make them feel like they are the protector they are the provider kind of feel the same thing goes with being vulnerable you know she was always whenever he would get caught doing something she would cry and make it seem like she was so hurt and she really loves him and she wants this to work which makes him feel wanted and it's like damn i have to protect her and i don't want her to look at me as the bad guy and i don't want to hurt her feelings you know what i mean like i have to you know guard her in some type of way so let me not do this because that is what's hurting her you know, or if that is, you know, if he's still going to do it, he's going to try to cover the dirt over his shoes. Right. <laughs> you know, cover um his dirty passage, you know. So I just thought that that was um very interesting because I remember that I was in a relationship before. And I think I talked about him before um when I was younger with a guy named Sean Paul, that's what we call him. And um he lived in PA and I lived in Jersey. Right. And I remember when he started to um, move on or, or deal with other women or whatever the case may be, I voiced how I felt. But I wasn't like, oh, fuck you. I can't believe that. Da-da-da. Because sometimes that's what they're used to, especially when you have men. Because men are not supposed to show emotion, right? That's how they make it sound. Like, they can't be vulnerable. They can't vent how they feel, whatever. So they're they're always hard up. So when you come to them with the same hard up energy, it's like they um they can feed off of it. You know, it's like... If your mom is, not to get off subject, but it's the same thing. It's like if, if your mom 
um, comes to you and she's yelling at you and she's beating you and whatnot, you're not really you're not really comprehending what the fuck is going on. You're like, I'm, I'm in, I'm in trouble. Yeah, but I'm hurt because she's beating me. You know what I mean? So you're like, you're not really listening to her. She's yelling at you. She's cursing at you. She's calling you names. It's not really going through to you. But if your parents sit you the fuck down and say, you know, I'm highly disappointed in you and you could have did this differently. And I can't believe, and I feel this way and that way and talk to you like you are a human being instead of fucking you up. It will hit home more than beating your ass, you know, and that's the thing us black people need to work on. Um, it will hit home more than whooping your ass because you it's like how can I say that? It's like um you start to get hit in an emotional direction with it, you know, instead of me uh causing pain onto you. Like somebody causing pain back onto you is like, do they really care about me? But somebody that's sitting there and they're talking to you about it or they might be sad or, you know, just telling you how they really feel without trying to hurt you is like, okay, they really do care about me because they're not trying to get even with me, you know? And my mom told me this one time, right? And she said that um when somebody does something to you and you do the same thing back to them, they're going to go around and tell everybody else how fucked up you was. They're not going to go around and tell people what the fuck they did. So you don't add fuel to the fire. You know what I mean? You don't have to get on their level t- all the time. There's a different way you can go about it. And I feel like that's what she did in this situation. She could have, the lady that got cheated on, the Scorpio, she could have packed her shit and left. She could have fucked somebody else. She could have put paws on them. But instead she said, you know what? I want to make this work. There's no point of leaving knowing that I'm going to come right the fuck back. So this is his first time getting caught doing something like this. Let me come at this with an emotional strategy and tell him how I feel and put my emotions out there on the line and see how he reacts to it instead of me cursing him out and saying fuck you now after the first time i come at you from the emotional side of it and you know tone down and try to talk to you and hear you know talk things out because we are two fucking adults here after i come at you like that and you still on some fuck me you don't give a fuck you still rocking out with your cock out or you keep doing what i don't like you doing then yeah now i gotta get my shit and get the fuck out because i am nobody's doormat you get what i'm saying i literally am nobody's doormat i'm gonna read that again and just because i am feminine does it make me a doormat? Just because I am vulnerable does not make me a doormat. Bitch, I don't want your fucking muddy ass shoes on me. That was never me. You know what I mean? You have to have an even um, medium, you know. Like I said, read the book um, Why Men Love Bitches. She talk about the nice girl, but the nice girl gets walked all over. Why? Because she never have a backbone. You have to be able to present that nice side of some of you. And then when a motherfucker crosses that shit, all right, now I'm going to show you my ass. You get what I'm saying? So you have to be able to have a good mixture of it. And I feel like the way she came at this, uh, her strategy, I love it. It was brilliant. And that is really how I am. That's how I am with, um, when I really like you, that's how I go about it. I feel like this is worth it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try the emotional strategy instead of just coming out with you on some rah, rah, rah shit. Because what is that going to get me? Especially, I learned that from, I dealt with a lot of men that, you know, I, we never got in a relationship, but like I dealt with them. I said I dealt with a lot of men. It's like I'm a hoe. <laughs> I dealt with a lot of men that was Gemini's. We never got in a relationship, but they were Gemini's. We were talking. And I learned with dealing with Gemini men, um, not saying that you are your zodiac sign, but you know, <laughs> okay. You get you if you know, you know. Those that know, they know, right? Um, when I dealt with Gemini men, I noticed that you cannot come at them yelling at them. Like if you come at if he does something to you that you don't like or just did some bullshit, you can't come at him like rah, 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 because it's going in one ear and out the other. You get what I'm saying? It's going in one ear and out, uh, and out the other. Now, once you start moving a little bit funny or skeptical or falling back, you know, then, all right, he might give in 
and he might move a little bit different to you, but it's still not, you're not getting a good reaction you would if you would just sit down and talk to them as as an adult. You get what I'm saying? And tell them how you feel. And that's just what I noticed with some Geminis. That's not all people. Now, you get people that hurt you and you come at them and you yelling at them and you putting your hands on them and all this toxic energy and they decide to get their shit together because of that. Just know that they got their ass whooped a lot as a child and they think that that is love and that's what they register as, you know, a communication as they register as okay i need to have a consequence for my actions but we grown as fuck i don't think i should have to be putting my fucking hands on you that's a side note here and there but i'm just saying i don't think i should have to put my hands on you but i learned with dealing with gemini men and just dealing with now that i'm dating older um than my age that coming at them yelling at them is not getting me anywhere it's really not it's really not i'm gonna try a different strategy and i do try emotional strategy in the beginning. Now, if I tell you the first time how I feel and how my feelings was hurt and I might ball out and all this other bullshit, you know, acting all like a little feminine, uh, uh, dainty little Tinkerbell and you decide that it's fuck me and you do it again. Now you're going to get you're going to get my ass to kiss. Now I'm going to show you the bitch that I really am. And and I might that doesn't mean I'm putting my hands on you. That don't mean I'm yelling at you. That don't mean, um, you know, coming at you with guns and knives and shit. That just mean I'm going to remove myself because I you don't deserve me. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes that's all that it takes, you know, removing yourself from a situation. Because like I said before, any reaction is emotion. So if I don't give you no fucking reaction, nigga, just know you ain't got it no more. And that's when niggas start to really wake up because they not getting, they realize they don't have that access to you. Right. Um, so I wanted to talk about, uh, this one story, right? <laughs> this one story was that, um, I was talking to a guy and um, we got into an argument about about something that I did that he didn't like. And quite frankly, I thought it was fucking childish, but um, he was highly upset, girl. He was yelling and cussing me the fuck out and the whole nine. And I never see him this mad because most of my men I be talking to, they be real mellow, honey. I don't do all that rah, rah, rah shit. They real, they real calm, cool and collective. But just know that the quietest nigga in the room is usually the craziest. So <laughs> they be the mystery. Don't let it fool you, baby. They 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 with the shits, but um, that's neither here nor there. Um, the guy was always real calm, cool, and collective, and I pissed him off with what I did so much that he was girl. He was yelling. He was he was okay. He was he was off it. He was really off it. Okay, he was going off on my black ass. I couldn't believe it. So he was going in on me, and he hung up and was like, "I'm going to the bar, with my homeboys. I don't even want to talk to you." And at the, that moment, I was like, okay, I feel like this is worth it. Like, I like him. You know, I didn't like his actions. I didn't like how he was going off on me. But overall, the experience with him, I was like, I like him. I could see this being a long-term thing. I could say fuck it and leave, or I could try to make it work. Okay, I'm going to try to make it work. So I sent him. Now, mind you, we was arguing, right? So I was yelling. He was yelling or whatever case may be, right? <laughs> or I was just ignoring him, whatever case may be, or having an attitude, making smart remarks. So when he hung up and went out for dinner, I mean, out for drinks with his homeboys, I sent him a voice clip and I totally changed up my voice. I was like, you know what? I thought about what you said and you're right. Like, I'm sorry. I could have did that a little bit differently. And I don't want you to be out there drinking late at night because you're upset with me. You know, I just completely changed it and I apologized. And I was like, you know, maybe we can work this thing out and blasey blasey. And he heard he so when he was with his homeboys, he played the voice clip. He heard it. And I was like, basically saying like, I'll wait for you to get home so we could talk or whatever. But I changed my whole voice up. I was so, I was so nice and sweet, little damsel, little, you know, you know how I do, y'all. Y'all know how I do. So I was sounding all sweet and shit, right? 
and I sent him um and, and I sent him that voice note. So when he was out with his friends, this is what he told me. He said when he was out with his friends at the bar, he was like, Oh shit, she sent me a voice note. She probably cursing me the fuck out. And when he played it, him and his friends listened to, he played it, I was so nice. I was so sweet. My voice changed up. My my approach to him was different. Everything. And I was just like, I'm just going to wait for you to call me so we could talk it out. Right. He said he was holding the phone. He didn't know what the fuck to do. He said it just t- it took him for a loop. He was like, wait, what? Huh? So when he got in the house, he had caught me and he was like, I got to be careful with you. And I was like, what you mean? And he was like, you're smart. He's like, you're way smarter than you look. And I started laughing. He was like, yo, I played the voice clip for my homeboy. And you, 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 you got game. And I was like, I got game. He was like, yeah, you got game. He was like, um, <laughs> I love how you switch it up as if we was never arguing. He said, I didn't expect that. He said, I'm not going to lie. You made me feel, you know, a little, you know, made my heart warm type shit because, I was expecting you to call, to send me a voice clip and cursing me the fuck out, but instead you did it a whole different way and you actually made me want to put the bottle down because I didn't want to be looked at as an alcoholic because I'm using alcohol to deal with my issues right now with you. That's how I did that shit. I wish I still had the voice note. Y'all would have heard it. You would have been like, that is not Miss Brownstone. She, honey, uh-huh. okay. So emotional strategy ladies if you want to make something work with somebody know that yelling at them and throwing stuff at them and fighting them is not the way to go about it especially if you are dealing with masculine energy that is not the way to go about it um use your powers because you have them use your feminine energy to get what you want and learn when to cut it on and cut it off you know that's why them dumb blondes be getting you know not saying blondes are dumb but the so-called phrase that they say dumb blondes that's why they get so far in their relationships and men be going crazy over them and they be getting doctors and shit that's smart as hell and they look dumb, but they not dumb. They just know how to play it off like Madeline Monroe in that damn movie that I told y'all about. They just know how to play it off, you know. They they know how to to, to get you, get you, you know, and, and stroke an ego and make you feel like you the shit. And that's what you got to learn how to do. Um, And the same thing go over when I was talking to Sean Paul. Like when things would happen, I'll be like, I just want you here. Wasn't you here with me? And that man got on the motherfucker first thing smoking to come see me. Yup. It works. It works. Okay. And the crazy part is um, I'm going to have a course on this because I feel like it's kind of hard to explain through every episode. But I feel like if you've been listening to my podcast, you kind of picked it up. But I recently found out that I teach dark feminine energy. And I know that y'all probably like, what? And I'm like, what, too? Because I just thought femininity is femininity, right? No, but there's dark and there's light. And y'all can look it up. But I mainly give y'all a lot of tips from a dark feminine energy um, perspective. And that is basically using your femininity to get what you want and playing with the art of desire. Um, We're going to talk about that a little bit later on. But this emotional strategy is definitely a dark feminine energy. Yes, you're not playing with the art of desire, but you're playing on somebody's emotions and you're doing different type of tactics than what they are used to. And you're using your vulnerable side to get what the fuck you want. Yes, it's like, it's like, um, you would never expect the the sweet, good, innocent, young looking girl to give you a heartbreak or to cheat on you or give you bun, as we'll say. Because you look at her and you're like, oh no, she would never do that. That's what dark from energy is. It's like in this situation it's like you would never think that i would move like that but bitch checkmate you know um so that wraps up today's episode um before we close today's episode i want to say make sure y'all follow me on instagram at miss that's ms period brownstone underscore 
Um, follow me on there because I'm dropping merch soon, and I want y'all to, you know, be uh, be around for that and buy some shit, okay? Because we got to support the brand. And also hit the notification bell for the podcast. If you're listening to it on Spotify, there's a bell you can hit so y'all can be notified whenever I post. I know this. I know y'all noticed lately that I've been posting all willy nilly, so yeah, hit the notification button <laughs> so you won't miss nothing. All right. Uh, so follow me on Instagram at Miss That's Ms. Brownstone underscore. And as always, ladies, keep it classy, and I look forward to hearing from you guys next time. Mm-hmm.